What's going on, Workforce? Brian and Chris here. And today we're talking full Endwalker spoilers. We're talking our impressions, our thoughts about the latest expansion. I think Chris has it right. That is a beautiful emote. Oh. And uh, and so, honestly, uh, thanks to everybody who's been able to tune in. Chris has been live reacting. So one of the things I get to do finally is go look at y'all's clips that you've made from y'all's reaction to my playthrough. And you still got a little bit to go through. Uh, what's Is there any plan there you want to kind of promote before we dive into uh, it I, i'd love to get through the rest of it this week i will say the omni 90 race is very real so um and the world first race uh starts um to tomorrow as of this recording and i'd like to watch that and mr happy said on his stream i got to hang out in all sorts of people's streams today because i had enough internet to consume content but i didn't have any upload and so i was listening to streams while i was working today which was really neat to get to hang out in other people's streams and he said he, he thinks it's going to be under a 16 hour race oh wow and I was like, well, I cut, if it's under 16, should I should I be there for the whole thing? Um, for the first team, he thinks the second place team could easily exceed 24 hours. He thinks TPS has it by that far. Oh, wow. That's that's a huge chunk. Yeah, I guess he I said I'm broadcasting. He goes, any anybody else broadcasting versus not broadcasting, it'd be an advantage. He thinks yeah. they have it by too far for the broadcasting to make a difference. Interesting. He's like, I'm glad they're going to share. And they're actually they're actually sharing it this time. So that's going to be something really exciting to see. Uh, I have yet to step into any of the raids, so I don't even, I haven't seen the raid yet. I haven't seen the, uh, the level 90 dungeons outside of the dead ends. Uh, so essentially from a content perspective, I think I need to try to get that maybe knocked out maybe this evening. I don't know. We'll have to oh. see, uh, just so that I can, uh, I can hopefully watch and enjoy alongside you. So yeah, maybe you'll be shout casting it. Who knows guys, uh, go check out uh, Chris over on Twitch uh, tomorrow and find out what he's covering. Um, as well as the race for Omni 90 officially kind of heats up now that we both have finished the story uh wow so there was so much like the moment where you step into elpis i was like chris got what he wanted i know chris i've seen that part of your stream <laughs> chris got what he wanted oh my goodness he's been wanting to go to the world of the unsundered and obviously just a, a fraction of it but elpis was gorgeous yeah, but it's a zone yeah so, like, we can go back we can we keep going be back done with it well and m m itself more Emmett Silk's word to us, like essentially like, hey, you don't even know the identity of the 12. Hey, you have you been to Maricidia? Hey, have you seen the golden cities of the freaking new world? Hey, have you seen the reflections? They're incredible. You should totally go check them out. And I'm like, okay, like oh, Yoshi P's putting down his 10 year plan. Roadmap. Right yeah, there. In right there. Too. Right there. Roadmap. Now, what's the order? I don't know. But I thought that was, I think, a really cool moment because it's like, yeah, there's these other things. So first and foremost, like the thing that the persistent thought that I had after I finished it was who was this other soul that Heidelin, uh, you know, shepherded across to the source? I don't know. I don't feel like we ran into him at least yet for me. So that's still kind of a thread that's so, uh, go ahead. One of the things that I don't know if you've been told or not is Azem's gender, just so that we're all speaking in the same thing, Azem's gender is your gender yeah so it's m is is mm -hmm. female for me which means if it's m is ever shown to us it will likely be an asian in a mask mm -hmm. right. so that it can remain genderless right so and, and they i think they said he or you know yours was gender. always yeah. he and it mm -hmm. kept throwing me off because i play as a female character so it was she so when when it first when they first hinted that it was a sim i thought i was like oh my gosh they're talking about Bana because they said she and didn't reveal who as opposed to you immediately then wonder you wonder totally different things because you're immediately yeah. thinking of every male character it could be um well because originally i was like did they bring over ring or something like that right like did they bring a character from the first 
to us that all of a sudden has a, you know, like a stake and it's like, Hey, that's how that character decided that they're going to connect from Shadowbringers over here. But I did actually really enjoy that drawn out perspective of the quest line where you're kind of looking around to and fro. And then it's like, and then she showed up and I was like, oh, okay, it, well, well, Reen's still here. So I, I don't know who that might be. So do we, do we find that out? Like as a part of this post game quests, et cetera, like, do you know who this person is? So the only thing I've done that you have not done um, of significant story is the raid story. Right. So that's, that's it. Otherwise you're caught up with me. Right. So that, yeah, I didn't think there was any big revelation. So I think that's going to play out. So I'm, I was also looking for like, what was the seed that Yoshi? And the raid beat? story exists in some weird, it's meant to be done after MSQ. So right. logically the MSQ is concluded. So logically you have wrapped up the saga, but also he said with 6.1, we begin something anew. And so going into the raid series blind, there is this question of like, where does the raid story fit? Are they setting up for the future or is this a, you know, after the credits, I've stayed through the end one last thing, but then how can it be a last thing? Because this story now needs to continue yeah. with 6.2 and 4, assuming past patterns hold. Um, and so the raid series sits in a really weird spot um, from a MS from a uh, from a Final Fantasy 14 pacing standpoint, from what yeah. you and I know. Like if you just write down all the things in every patch, it sits in a weird spot when you suddenly draw a line in the sand in the middle of the patches. Because in the past there were no lines, so it didn't matter that some content drips over patches and some doesn't. So it's in a weird spot. Yeah, that's a, immediately that's what I felt. I felt that I was like, this is going to be interesting. I'm going to go with it. I'm more excited about Mists of the Realm with exploring the twelve. Okay. The fact that obviously, uh, you know, uh, you know, can um, we have a beast tribe in, in Elvis, please? Uh, well, we. I guess because I asked for I asked for one in Amaro in in the Tempest and we didn't get one and they're like well but they're not real people so it can't be a beast tribe okay well now they are real people so like your move <laughs> no uh, your move your <laughs> you tempered beast tribe uh, or and then uh you know in the Lollip I think the Loprits are, are a good a good case for that go to you know something where okay. we see them so I have a question okay because because I don't know how long I have until the internet guy gets here today All um right. so I have a question to you so we know that a couple of Asians were unsundered yes three. Okay. Now the Loperites were made after the Sundering. So mm -hmm. they are logically unsundered. Yes. And they have creation magic. The dragons arrived after the Sundering. So they are unsundered. Correct. Is Argos unsundered? Argos existed prior. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Did the goodest boy make it through as an unsundered? She's she's like, I have room to not sunder three Asians and a dog. Uh, <laughs> of course, of course, you don't sunder the dog. You the don't dog sunder. Is, you don't sunder dogs. What monster sunders their own dog? I didn't see no like Argos. Because Argos the has street. the ability to spin spin themselves up into multiple dogs, mm -hmm. which is pretty powerful for a dog. So it kind of made he me sunders think, himself in that regard. Argos might be unsundered. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. We'll have to see. We'll have to go to the lore people, uh, get anonymous and kind of weigh in. Is Argos unsundered? We gotta know. We gotta know. Am I riding a, an unsundered mount? Uh, the uh, I have to say. Um, okay, I, I want to know from your perspective. Uh, obviously, like we I, we took out Highland. Like like that was so powerful. Uh, that was such a moment, especially when she draw drew her sword. So if you haven't watched that yet, I was like freaking. Out. I haven't made it there yet. Um, and and Heidelin and Zodiac were my predictions of trials. Like I, like I just go... wondered. I thought Heidelin would be the end, and um, what's her name would be the 
second trial. Medion? I thought they, yeah. I thought Medion would be second trial. And then all of a sudden, Heidelin's like, Zeno's there's nothing, there's no reason and I then, should exist. And then Heidelin, and then yeah. either Heidelin would rear up and be too powerful, and we would have to just end her because yeah. she becomes drunken in rage, like in power. Right. Or um, she's falling apart, and we have to put her out of her misery. Otherwise, her, everything kind of, yeah. Because to, to balance everything. In, in the fact that uh, she, we, we had to, like, that was the final, like, test to, to see if we were strong enough to go up against Medion. And Dynamis, which was great. I love that callback. Which I did a, that in one sitting, so I was like, of course I'm strong enough. I beat you like two hours ago. I know. <laughs> like, I know you think 12,000 years passed, but like, I haven't even slept since then. I haven't slept. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I I like that aspect, but then the fact that obviously like the worlds remain sundered. Like, it wasn't like, hey, we, we did this thing and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, and zip. So I thought that was really interesting to see. Because I guess if that was the case, that if defeating Heidelin removed the sundering, then the Asians probably would have just been trying to go after her the whole time as opposed to doing their whole rejoining of calamities process so echo made sense stays, that echo stays, uh, echo stays sundering yeah. stays those are actions taken not not spells kind of cast held up by held her. up yeah yeah those they are actions channeled taken they, they are and they she wasn't actively there. channeling the, the the keeping everything separate i do yeah. appreciate the the answer to the question of why outside of the fact of imprisoning zodiac but so that we as mankind would wouldn't be so aether rich that we couldn't go into di the area of dynamic the empty essentially being and then uh and obviously when uh you know um why am i drawing a blank <laughs> on his name uh sacrifice himself uh it to give us uh like the ability to have air and to be able to like survive in the empty um well, i do not know why i'm drawing a blank on his name um Thankred. thank you <laughs> i was like why am i like I have have his name blocked was that was really a cool moment. And then obviously, as you work your way through that final zone and every person in your team like sacrifices himself. So uh, what was so what? So somebody told me Thancred died. That's when my chat went to emote only. Yeah. And that's when that's when my my consumption of the content pivoted. We're yeah. going to hard consume and we're no longer. And like that's when spoiler free. I had to stop looking at away. chat because I couldn't stop like tearing up and yeah. crying so somebody told me thanker died so then when he died i was just in this mix of emotions of like i'm just mad that somebody told me yeah. and then i also didn't want to believe it right and then the moment they kept dying I, i'm kind of bummed they came back so the the moment once i was like he died i was like okay i feel as if they're going to all sacrifice himself and as soon as uh i um Estanian did yeah. it i was like okay we're getting rid of everybody here I don't know in what order and what emotions are. And so the, the emotional part of it was where they were identifying the core area of despair and how they're trying to offset that um, into some degree, right? So for the dragons, they were so tired. Estinian used anger as a as an emotion to, to bring about that aspect, right? So it's like, it was interesting to see how that play out. And then essentially getting to the point where at first I didn't call back our friend. We didn't, you didn't actually call back our friends. We called uh hi hi this and um and uh Selk, and then they were like yeah and then he's like taunting you he's like you have the power to bring them back why don't you because you stole a pulled an iron man and told us not to yeah and this can't all just be harry potter where we just undo things right and because it loses its value like they talk so much about paying the tab but like is it really paying the tab if you like, if you ever played yeah. a game with somebody where they like they have a choice to like keep their points or roll a dice to see if they get more points and then they roll the die and it doesn't work out their way and like you know what can i just keep my points no. like after they've seen the outcome right, right right like no like that's the whole point 
the whole point is that you had to risk something. And like all the way up until that zone, this whole expansion was just this masterpiece of highs and lows. And the last zone, the escort quest, I think at one point I checked in at like one of the like optional points and the optional thing was like, this is a hill, it goes up. And I was like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and then, 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 and then like, Yashtol is like, you have to let us go, and we do, and then we don't. Like, and I think the frustrating part is that we didn't bring them back at six point one. I had the same, I had the same frustration with Yashtola in Shadowbringers, yeah. where like, I did it in one. I didn't even log out. So like, in one sitting, I went from losing them to getting them. I logged in, had them intact. Logged out, had them intact. There's no grieving process. There's no oh thank God. It's no like you. You were barely gone. It, it's hard because essentially then if like who, who should not return, right? Like the, the fact with creation magic, like the, how they, they orchestrated it. It's that either they're all gone and, and gone, gone, or they're all back because it's not like, Oh, you know, like imagine the power of like, you choose, you only have enough power to bring back six of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, I, I think I, you have to go into no. some kind of empty and have a conversation with them and get that farewell and have that goodbye. And yeah, realize I think that that some of them are at the end of their journey. The thing I, I do appreciate because at the end of the day, like I am happy that we all survived this like crazy sure. event, you know, so, but you're right. Like Yoshi P said, there would be a tab that was paid. I don't feel, I, didn't I don't feel, feel like that one. tab was paid. Like it felt like, you know, it was paid. Yeah, in, we got to the and you offered to pay it and then i said no i got it and then i paid it and you're like see how good of a gesture i had by offering to pay and it's like yeah but you didn't pay the <laughs> thing i appreciate a lot is how xenos got regulated to be a side story and obviously you, you like that i actually did because throughout it i was just so annoyed by him i've been so annoyed by him like i'm just tired of him and his one single-minded aspect and i was like are they gonna try to find some redeeming like thing like oh all this time i would you know like he's so boring as a character right like he's so like i clawed Maybe. my way back from death so we could fight one last time this battle of battles like it just is it in my mind it's he's he's a train on the tracks and he's been pointing in a direction and he's gonna go and screw everybody else like i don't he doesn't give a crap and so what if what if he was another part of his m's soul That'd be interesting. That that'd be an, well, like he got infused by it because he didn't have the echo. Like I mean, look at look at the aspect of Hermes that became Van Daniel, mm -hmm. the Van Daniel of our present. Okay, that right? It was nothing but his his exhausted despair, anger. So he was one note because that was all that was left of him by that point. It was that aspect of his soul. He was a sundered piece of Hermes that just represented all of that. And so all the one noteness of Van Daniel suddenly had all this complexity. Mm -hmm. When you look at how the rest of him had just been eroded yeah. away. Right. And, if, and and that was all that was left. What if Xenos had been shared? That, but with you're us? but you're just asking like that, Arbor. Right. But you're asking that as a what if they did not what do if? that. No, so, they did not do that. Right. So it's like he was left as a one note character. So he comes back nothing more than to not and he traveled story. all the way to the empty as a dragon. I thought that was cool. Mind you, like I was like, and did not take cool. part in the fight. He didn't. He the just, whole well, fight. You get was, to the end. You're like, oh, yeah, Xenos is here. <laughs> yeah, he's just back there down there at the bottom. Just kind of keeping us, I guess, so we can fight this end singer. 
uh, Medion. Well, I, I thought Medion was a far oh, more an interesting character. Weird you know, flex, but okay. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> and then uh, but then you fight, and I appreciated the fight. I appreciated that it wasn't a trial. I appreciate that it wasn't so you know something grand and verbose. It's like one v one, and that's one of the thing. Like when the thought I had in that moment was literally, I was like, back to our conversation of how, why would you finish the game as a Reaper? Wouldn't you want to do it? As, I was like, honestly, it was really cool. Reaper v Reaper. Like it was like reflections of one another fighting each other because and then he called he gives us the label adventure again this should be a video that we'll talk about like our expectations of what we think for the future in 2022 yes. uh i don't i think that's big too big for this one video uh post raid please consume oh, yeah. all of 6.0 mainline yeah. content i think this and, week and then we'll, we'll, we'll post that we'll post that video up this week for you guys uh because i think a lot that's what i keep getting asked a lot what's happening next brian you don't do the roll quest but like get through the four yeah yeah, yeah. bosses i plan on we'll, doing the roll quest but we'll, I we'll still, i'm gonna do that uh, yeah but, but like that's yeah. gonna, i think we'll have enough to make that after conversation the uh so but it is core i just i actually appreciated that fight and then he and you both beat basically beat each other to death and then we get saved by the teleporter i thought that was a fun little callback um and then they they heal you and and you and you come to and it's like obviously you're recovering and so now we are adventurous the warrior light no more uh, that story has been concluded. And so I think that opens up the game to a lot of potential. That's a, and we'll have to see what they ultimately do with it. Yoshi P will have his, his announcements. But uh, I thought this was a, a, an incredible story. I thought this was a, yeah. an incredible finish. This was the, I, I would say, without like overusing the word, a, per, a perfect bookend uh, to this like now 12 year saga. For me, been covering the game for, I guess now 13 years. If Yoshi P has been in charge for 12. So like, I thought bookend I, is the right term. Yeah, it, this was a really good book bookend, and so yeah, this was great. I I couldn't I couldn't imagine it, it any better. I enjoyed like people were, who were hanging out with me. On no, will notice the 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 laughing cry or the smiling cry. Like there's this like in this case of emotion, in this case of such of dynamics and the power of emotion. Like there is joy and there is sorrow. There is like saying goodbye and at the same time like you know, continuing to move forward. Cause like, yes, there, you know, the reality is you could not turn in the quest and everything just remains the exact way it always was. But, uh, you know, continuing to move forward and experiencing the journey. And then, uh, Alpha no saying, Hey, we're disbanding the scions publicly. It's <laughs> like, Oh yeah, that was another one of those. We're disbanding them. I mean, but wow. But oh, oh, publicly. I was like, okay. Yeah, that yeah. means in the, I don't watch in the shadows, I mean, my phone has the time and everything. Yeah. Oh, so I'm kind of curious what this will mean in terms of like primals and what this means in terms of like where where the game goes this year so obviously I'll, I'll jump into the in the raid series and things like that here and um we'll you know we'll look forward to experiencing that um at its core yeah so i mean i saw some frustration in some of the previous videos that we filmed i know you were in the comments somebody was like hey this kind of felt like a little more predictable or whatever like similar to a realm reborn and i, I would say bookend is the right term there mm -hmm. there are aspects of ending and beginning a story that are a little bit like self-forced they're constrained because it has to be an end so you can't right. you have to everything has to reach a conclusion because it is the end so um I, I will say there are aspects of that where i can see how people that go into it that maybe shadowbringers was their first expansion and they wanted a second shadowbringers mm -hmm. and instead they come in and they're like well oh it's just everything ending and it's like yeah, yeah you caught the finale season so like there are aspects of that that i totally understand where if what you wanted was a standard kind of middle expansion, it was not that thing. But I think as an ending, it was beautiful. It made me want to go back. It made me want to see if there are other references to Asians. Mm -hmm. It made made me, you know, I, I, 
Jesse Cox, I know, took a huge interest in like, who are all these other Asians? Like, there's all these other people. And are some of them ones that have been referenced? Are some of them ones? It starts to make me ask a ton of questions about Sundering. Have we interacted with their souls in the past in other ways? Have they have they been souls of ours? Would we recognize those names and their footprints right. um, in anything? And like, are we going to be able to draw connections? There are a ton of conversations there about kind of what that means and it, it has their relationship with the ethereal sea and stuff starts to have all these religious overtones and all these questions of free will and all these questions of like there's just a lot yeah, Gra there. Graha's there's lines a lot about of meat. how like my soul's been you know this and yet the uh, same soul but distinctly different persons and yet also these are the things that i've done and it's you know it's like wow like yeah there's a lot of uh context and mystery i guess and how that whole functions with now we say a theorist like you know we've been calling the planet heidelin this whole time and it's so really cool to see the name change uh you know and i thought that was like a really cool revelation uh, from the uh Loprits, uh who i thought were like really great characters uh especially in terms of like they're bo born out of their love of a theorist and its people and so they have this innate curiosity this wanting to help and this great powerful magic and you know and so it was like and at the same time they were created to have a an appealing look so that they would be less intimidating as a part of this exodus uh I, which and a huge hats off to the amount of voice acting in this expansion i think the fact that they could introduce so many characters that we cared for from mm -hmm. Nidana to the labrits to you know we we met a lot of people this expansion um, some of them were going to keep, some of them were not. Uh, and, you know, I think we cared for a lot of them because it was an incredible amount of voice acting. Yeah. Incredible amount of voice acting. I mean, Hermes is both familiar, but also new to us. Mm -hmm. And I know Hermes voice actor tweeted out um, this weekend that like he's just been overwhelmed. His, his Japanese voice actor had tweeted out that he's just overwhelmed by the amount of support that he's gotten. Uh, and so, there, I mean, there's the voice acting was phenomenal. Um, the soundtrack was amazing as a callback. I mm -hmm. will say that does not, in my opinion, opted into like best soundtrack because it was a lot of remixes. It was a lot of callbacks. It was a lot of, so like for somebody that's not a Final Fantasy fan, I don't know that this soundtrack is as standout as Shadowbringers. As a longtime Final Fantasy XIV fan, however, the amount of fan service in this, Endwalker is the first time I have ever listened to Final Fantasy XIV music while not logged in game. I found myself sitting on the couch one night resting and I turned on answers on my phone and sat there with my eyes closed and just listened to it. Yeah. So like, I don't think it's as like standalone soundtrack, but as far as integration in the story, it was a masterpiece. Well, and just like that, like I still stand by the fact that we haven't received a uh, nom, you know, for the video game awards for music. And I still find that criminal. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, there's been a lot of other great sounds. Yeah. It's not like it's just losing to people that are just right. playing the same yeah. two songs. Like, like geez, Louise, come there's on, been a lot of great stuff happening in game sound right now. But uh, you know, at its core, like when it comes down to it, when I like when I look at the whole, uh, in terms of it, like where Stormblood I felt was the weakest out of all of the the like every you know I would have to say expansion in case of ARR as a 1.0 player, but just in terms of that, like where that was kind of the weakest moment in the game's story where I felt like it was redeemed in uh, Shadowbringers through the Evil East, you know, after the Evil East raid with Boja. Like if I look at that as whole, I feel like that gets knocked up. But uh, at the end of the day, I think when I look at what Metacritic says, it seems to reflect that this is a better expansion from the narrative perspective than what I got in uh, Shadowbringers. 
because I feel like it had way more stakes than what Shadowbringers gave me. So if I was going to sit here and say like, uh, who, you know, like which expansion is probably the best out of all of them. And, you know, like there could be a little bit of bias because I just having finished and en Walker, but I've been kind of pondering on this since then. Uh, I would think that Endwalker and Heavensward are right up there and Shadowbringers is, is, uh, is probably, uh, I would say, right uh, right below Heavensward in terms of how I've experienced it over the long uh, over the long run. And not all that is Shadowbringers' fault, but those are still high praises where ARR and then uh, Stormblood is kind of the ending. I think I felt that the people who I met in ARR were affected. Yes. And as opposed to when I was in the first, I was in the first. Right. So we weren't quite playing with live ammo. So like, I mean, yes, it mattered. <laughs> it, it mattered to them. It, and it mattered to the source, but right, they never but like, like, they can't like write letters to each other. not in the same other. way that this did. Right. Where like. The, like everybody trial, on the first yeah. dies. So I felt like the first had an impact because they are going to go if the source goes, right? Right. The, the reflections all require the source to exist. But Shadow, but like saying that like this is higher stakes than Shadowbringers. Yes, because like this encompasses Shadowbringers. This encompasses Stormblood. This yeah. encompasses. So I think like there were some big moments where they called everybody in and it was like, oh, oh wow, so cool. like this affects everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, it was very much our like end game style moment. Um, you can't do it again. You can't just just pile them back to back. So it means next time it has to be more intimate. It doesn't that's, mean it can't be meaningful. Um, but I, I do. I, I would say like as one last thing, and then and then we should report another video sometime this week about mm -hmm. like where we want the game to go from here. Looking back, knowing what you know as of the credits rolling on Endwalker, you've completed the saga. Mm -hmm. This is the same as having watched all nine Star Wars movies. Yeah. What is, in your opinion, the best way? to replay this do you have to do every side quest do you have to do every role quest do you skip the raid quest do you do the expansions out of order is there anything weird is it straight through the msq uh, what matters what doesn't if you got to replay it today and you had to put everything on your plate that you were going to eat what would you sit down and play through again i would do uh easily the nice thing about the crystal tower is they added that as a part of the ar or msq so that's like integrated into that uh, and required which is great because i was like you have to absolutely do that but then i all of a sudden go like yeah i would totally have to add bahamut coil there that's a, such a great callback especially as you're looking for that refined animantite and then just having those options uh omega absolutely because having that option at the uh, with the omnicrons uh it's like yeah hey guys i got the oh i have the thing the the jammer and they're like oh what <laughs> and then it's like oh but we can't actually use it because because we didn't actually animate that <laughs> you know or whatever they're whatever the reason being. Um, but so I would say, yeah, ARR, I would do any kind of uh, quest that gets you flying, but I think I would ignore anything that, uh, I, any side dungeon content, any hard mode dungeon, like from a, just a pure playthrough perspective, like it would be raids. Yes. Obviously the void arc, the void arc less so I didn't feel as big of an impact from void arcs. Uh, their little nod to the guy flying in the, in the sky is your tech here. Yep. Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, so ARR, uh, I would just say MSQ, uh, any kind of plus sign that isn't side dungeon and uh, and then uh, less so and on raids. the trials. But yeah, I would oh. I wouldn't prioritize the trials, but I would go in the raids and and then yeah, and I that's what I want to do. I want to replay the uh, the entire story now that it's done. I don't know cool. when I will, but we'll find out. So after anyway, Omni 90, after Omni 90. Well, Chris is going to get his Internet looked at and fixed. So hopefully he'll be live tomorrow and it won't be too cold. <laughs> hopefully the, the, the temperature doesn't impact his Internet. We'll find out. So uh, I'll go ahead and sign us off. Thanks, guys, for watching and listening. We love you. We'll hopefully see you in our next video. But until then, take care.